ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, it's time for below grade level. Listener beware, you're in for a scare. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Below Grade Level, the show where we take the books that we loved as children and we read them as adults and ruin them. This is episode four of Below Grade Level. If you have been listening since the beginning, episodes one through three were goosebumps. Number one, welcome to Dead House. On the last episode of Below Grade Level, we finished reading R.L. Stein's Goosebumps, Welcome to Dead House. Um, I did take a listen to that. Uh, like I had said before, these are older these are things that we recorded a long time ago and um repackaging for you in this brand new podcast and putting together all the times that we read these books into you know easy to access uh coherent bits where you can actually listen to the entire book i had remembered that first book being kind of a slog and re-listening to it i wasn't wrong and uh yeah nothing really happened in that book until what page 92 or something like that it got real good at the end uh but boy boy was it kind of slow to get through in the beginning anyway on this episode of below grade level we are starting to read the second goosebumps book it is stay out of the basement by rl stein on this episode we are reading chapters one through eight and my guests are becca eaton chris zaleski katie derling dave hanshu monica gallagher Jordan Lincoln and Claire Brennan. That's a lot of people. I, if I remember correctly, I believe the first uh, part of this we recorded outside. I think around the. I think it actually might have been on the Fourth of July. I think we recorded the first part of this was on Fourth of July because uh, you can hear fireworks happening in the background uh, while we're recording in our backyard. The second part of this we are recording with uh, Monica Gallagher, uh, local, not a local anymore actually, but uh, Baltimore slash Austin, Texas based artist. And uh, the third part of this, we uh, did a brunch cast. We've done that a couple of times where we had brunch and we recorded a podcast. So we had uh, our friends Jordan and Claire over for brunch and podcasting, and we read some more Stay Out of the Basement. This was a better book than the first one. I do remember that. Um, Also, this is where we start to get into the era of the whoopee cushion. So I hope you like fart jokes because there's a lot of them. Um... We really, really used the opportunity to uh, use that whoopee cushion every single time there's a there's any sort of sound cue in the book. So with that being said, let's just get right into it and start with chapter one of Stay Out of the Basement. R.L. Stein's Goosebumps. Stay Out of the Basement. Something's waiting in the dark. Uh-oh. Dot, dot, dot. There's like a planty hand over a door on the cover. We should. Oh, I like your little skeleton stamp inside. Thank you. All right, so we are on book number two of Goosebumps. Stay out of the basement. We're gonna start it at the very beginning. Chapter one. We're gonna do uh for for people who are listening, you probably know our our routine by now we take turns each of us reads a page yep since we're starting from the beginning of this one we're going to assign voices to we are? uh i mean well no 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 i mean like well, as we're reading we're going to oh, okay. decide on like what each character sounds like ah. cuz we don't we don't know we don't know yet no we don't I, so, I don't remember this one as a child 
I uh, kind of do. I don't I remember do. any I don't, of them I didn't at read all. them all as a kid, so... Yeah. It's gonna be a little catch-up here. Alright, chapter one. Hey, Dad, catch! Casey tossed the frisbee across the smooth green lawn. Casey's dad made a face. I'm gonna turn this down a little bit. Squinting into the sun. The frisbee hit the ground and skipped a few times before landing under the hedge at the back of the house. Not today, I'm... Okay, <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, uh, alright. Not today, I'm busy, Dr. Brewer said, and abruptly <laughs> turned and loped into the house. Did the screen door slammed behind him. Casey brushed his straight oh, blonde hair. Blonde again. Blonde. Uh, these were written by Alfred Stein clearly Hitchcock. Has a, clearly has they a fetish. They were written by Hitchcock. I, I'm not gonna lie. After we, you guys so read Goosebumps the first time, I read one of the books, like just an excerpt from one of the books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't read it. I felt like a retard They're trying awful. to read it. <laughs> They're awful. They're awful. Okay. Are you talking about Goosebumps? Casey. Yes. Casey. We're doing goosebumps now. Casey brushed his straight, delicious blonde hair <laughs> off his forehead. What's his problem? He called to Margaret, his sister, who had watched the whole uncomfortable scene from the side of the Redwood garage. You know, Margaret said quietly. She wiped her hands on the legs of her jeans and held them both up, inviting a toss. I'll play frisbee with you for a little while, she said. Okay, Casey said without enthusiasm. He walked slowly over to retrieve the frisbee from under the hedge. We're reading by uh, flashlight. <clears throat> because it's dark out. Margaret moved closer. She felt sorry for Casey. He and their dad were really close, always playing ball or frisbee or Nintendo together. But Dr. Brewer didn't seem to have time for that anymore. Jumping up to catch the frisbee, Margaret realized she felt sorry for herself too. Oh. <laughs> dad hadn't been the same to her either. In fact, he spent so much time down in the basement, he barely said a word to her. He doesn't even call me princess anymore, Margaret thought. Oh. It was a nickname she hated. But at least it was a nickname, a sign of closeness. Becca's <coughs> <coughs> getting choked up. It's a really God. good book. It's really sad. <laughs> it's just an awesome I'm really nice, affected by this. this I'm so really sad. Sentimental. Ooh. This Ahem. one just hit me hard in the chest. Ahem. She tossed the red frisbee back. A bad toss, because she was a girl and girls can't throw. <laughs> I'm dying. Casey chased after it, but it sailed away from him. Margaret looked up to the golden hills beyond their backyard. California, Woo. she thought. Fucking California. We Goddamn Californians. I made a diehard reference and John uh, ruined it. Ruined it. You did. Country. Yep, John Sorry. ruined it. Fucking California. It's so weird out here. <laughs> here it is, the middle of winter. And there isn't a cloud in the sky, and Casey and I are out in jeans and t-shirts as if it was the middle of the summer. It's so horrible. <laughs> Being in the warmth. She made a diving catch for a wild toss, rolling over on the manicured lawn and raising the frisbee above her head triumphantly. Show off, Casey muttered, unimpressed. You're the hot dog in the family, Margaret called. <laughs> what does that even mean? Hot dog? Hot dog. Well, well, you're a dork. Hey, Casey, you want me to play with you or not? He shrugged. Is Casey a boy? Yeah, okay. I think so. 
Um, oh, you don't even yeah. know. No, he's a boy. I think oh, okay. he's a boy. Because I got here late. Maybe he's, he's androgynous. Boy. Everyone was so edgy these days, Margaret realized. It's easier to figure out why. She made a high toss. The frisbee, <laughs> the frisbee sailed over Casey's head. You chase it, he cried angrily, putting his hands on his hips. Like no, you, she cried. You! <laughs> Casey, you're 11 years old. Don't act like a two-year-old, she snapped. Well, you act like a one-year-old, was his reply as he grudgingly went after the Good comeback, Casey. Siblings. Good <laughs> it was all dad's fault. Because oh. <laughs> he raised shitty children. Mm-hmm. Margaret realized things had been so tense ever since he started working at home and coming home drinking at night. <laughs> Down in the basement with his plants, he... What? Down in the basement with his plants and weird machines? Yeah. I know this book now. <laughs> he Don't, hardly even no came up for air. Plants and machines. <laughs> and when he did, he wouldn't even catch a fucking frisbee. <laughs> or spend two minutes with him either. Mom had noticed it too. Margaret thought running full out and making another grandstand catch just before colliding with the other side of the garage. I got my own light. Alright, garage, page four. Alright. Having dad home made mom really tense, too. She pretends everything is fine, but I can tell she's worried about him. Jesus. Lucky catch, fatso, Casey called. (laughs) Margaret hated the name fatso even more than she hated princess. Even though she was a fatty. (laughs) Yeah, she hated it. Of how fat she was. Fat People Margaret. in her family jokingly called her fatso because she was so thin, <laughs> like her father. Is that for real? Yeah. She was also tall like him, but she had her mother's straight brown hair, brown eyes, and dark coloring. Huh. It was like an interracial couple. Yeah, I was gonna say, little did she know, her dad wasn't her dad. Yeah. Don't call me that. She heaved the red disc at him. He caught it at his knees like and fatty. flipped it back to her. They tossed it back and forth without saying much for another 10 or 15 minutes. I'm getting hot, Margaret said, shielding her eyes from the afternoon sun with her hand. Let's go in. Casey tossed the frisbee against the garage wall. It dropped into the grass. He came trotting over to her. Dad always plays longer, he said. I'm just saying the same voice for everyone. (laughs) And he throws better. You throw like a girl. Give me a break, Margaret groaned, giving him a playful shove as she jogged back to the door. That is a manly voice. Can that be Margaret's voice? Give me a break. (laughs) Give me a break. You throw like a chimpanzee. (laughs) Jesus. How come dad got fired, he asked. (laughs) It was the drinking. That's a quick change of the subject. (laughs) She blinked and stopped running, the question that caught her by surprise. Huh? His pale, freckled face turned serious. You know, I mean, why? (laughs) This is great. This is depressing. I know. I mean, why, he asked, obviously uncomfortable. She and Casey had never discussed this in the four weeks since Dad had been home. So what better time than the Frisbee game? Yeah. Which was unusual since they were pretty close, being only a year apart. I mean, we came all the way out here so he could work at Polytech, right? Fucking kill Casey asked. Hmm? Yeah, well, he got fired, Margaret said, half-whispering in case her dad might be able to hear. But why? Did he blow up the lab or something? Casey grinned. The idea of his dad blowing up a huge campus science lab appealed to him. What? God, he must be a fucking pyro or something. That is how terrorists are born children. Yeah. <laughs> be warned. <laughs> Did he blow up a lab? <laughs> no, he didn't he blow anything. fertilizer? <laughs> no, he didn't blow anything up, Margaret said. 
tugging at a strand of her dark hair. Botanists dark, work dark, with plants, you hair. know. Dark fatty hair. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get much of a chance to blow things up, unlike me. <laughs> they both laughed. Casey followed her into a narrow strip of shade cast by the low ranch-style house. I'm not sure exactly what happened. Mm, they got a little freaky. Margaret continued, <laughs> still half-whispering, but I overheard Dad on the phone. I think he was talking to Mr. Martinez, he, his department head. Remember? This is such terrible writing. <laughs> if I knew that was, I could interpret that a little bit better. This is, this is quiet. Wait, yeah, what 11 and 12 year old don't just stand around playing frisbee saying exposition? Yeah. This quiet little man who came to dinner that night, the barbecue grill caught on fire. What? Yeah, what? That's, what? Can you read that? No, it said again? this quiet little man who came to dinner that night. I don't remember anything we night. just read. This the quiet little Spaniard came to dinner and he <laughs> set their grill okay, on fire. On, what up. don't you I'm understand? Back I'll back up two sentences so you can see <laughs> how shitty this writing is. I think he was talking to Martinez. I really hope Mr. Martinez pops up in the book so we can His do a really racist head. accent. I'm sure he will. So... I think I, he was talking to Martinez is one sentence, and then his department head is another sentence. Remember? Another sentence. The quiet little man who came to dinner that night, the barbecue grill caught on fire, another sentence. Casey nodded. Martinez fired dad. Probably, Margaret whispered. Another sentence. Yeah, another sentence. From I'm what? Just kidding. Don't do Racial discrimination. And then there's another sentence. It's Jonathan's turn. <laughs> Top of the page. <laughs> wow, that's, that's just awful. This is so <laughs> I overheard it had something to do with the plants Dad was growing, some experiments that had gone wrong or something. But Dad's real smart like a genius, Casey oh insisted, as if Margaret were arguing with him. If his experiments went wrong, he'd know how to fix them. Margaret shrugged. That's all I know, she said. <laughs> Come on, Casey, let's go inside. I'm dying of thirst. She stuck her tongue out and wiggled it around and moaned, Ew. demonstrating her desire and need Ew. for liquid. I didn't, that was I didn't change much <laughs> of that. Most of that was written. You're gross, everyone said. He pulled open the screen door, <laughs> then dodged in front of her so he could get inside first. Who's gross, Mrs. Brewer asked from the sink. She turned to greet the two of them. Don't answer that. What? what? You're the one that asked you it. You asked it. Mom looks very tired today, Margaret thought, noticing the crisscross of fine lines at the corners of her mother's eyes and the first strands of gray hair and her mother's shoulder-length brown hair and the empty glass of bourbon on the counter. <laughs> I hate this job, Mrs. Brewer said, turning back to the sink, depressingly. <laughs> what are you doing, Casey asked, pulling open the refrigerator, removing a box of juice like a child. I'm deveining the shrimp. Yuck, Margaret exclaimed. Uh, sorry. It's not that <clears throat> gross. Yuck, Margaret exclaimed. <laughs> Thanks for the support, Mrs. Brewer said dryly. The phone rang. Wiping her shrimpy, disgusting hands with a dish towel, <laughs> she hurried across the room to pick up the phone. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret got a box of juice from the fridge, popped the straw into the top, and followed Casey into the front hallway. The basement door, usually shut tight when Dr. Brewer was working down there, was slightly ajar. Casey started to close it, then stopped. Let's go down and see what Dad is doing, he suggested. Margaret sucked the last drops of juice through the straw, like squeezed the empty box flat in her hand like a fatty. <laughs> okay! 
She knew they probably shouldn't disturb their father, who clearly is evil. Yeah. But her curiosity got the better of her. He had been working down there for four weeks now. All kinds of interesting equipment, lights, and plants had been delivered. Most days he spent at least eight or nine hours down there doing whatever it was he was doing, and he hadn't shown it to them once. Yeah, let's go, Margaret said. It was their house, too, after all, as children. Yeah. They had rights to it. Because they definitely owned like part of it. Else. Because they definitely paid money mm-hmm. for part of it. Yeah. yeah. We're not Besides, a family, we're shareholders. Mortgage. Maybe their dad was just waiting for them to show some interest. That's probably definitely the case. Maybe he was hurt they hadn't bothered to come downstairs all this time. She pulled the door open the rest of the way. <laughs> and they stepped into the narrow stairway. Do you want me to finish? Or no? Uh, <clears throat> here, Katie can read the okay. those two pages. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Dad. Casey called excitedly. Dad, can we see? Mm. The basement. They want to see. Yeah. <laughs> they were halfway down when their fathers appeared at the foot of the stairs. He glared up at them angrily, his skin strangely green under the what? fluorescent light fixture. Well, he was fluorescent holding light his is right green. hand, drops of red blood falling into his white lab coat. What? Oh no! Stay out of the basement! He bellowed in a That's voice the name of the book. <gasps> he said Stay it. Stay out of the basement! Both kids oh. shrank back, Edit surprised to hear their father <laughs> scream like that. He was usually so mild and soft-spoken. Stay out of the basement, he repeated, holding his bleeding hand. <laughs> Don't ever come down here. I'm warning you. Jeez. He is Audrey, too, down there. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Here, you can ba, ba, ba. We're gonna, we'll do chapter two. Are we two. gonna do, okay. Oh, okay. Do you want me to pass it on? No, no, you read it. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, all packed, Miss Brewer said, dropping her suitcase with a thud on the front hallway. She poked her head into the living room where the TV was glaring. Do you think you could stop the movie for one minute to say goodbye to your mother? No. Casey, Casey pushed a button on the remote control and paused the porn he was watching, and the screen <laughs> went blank. He and Margaret <laughs> obediently walked to the hallway to give their mother hugs. Margaret's friend, uh, Dane Manning. Friends. Oh, Diane. Is it Diane? Her roommate. Diane. Who oh yeah, her roommate. Her roommate lived just around the corner. Followed really them into the friend. hallway. Yeah. How long Mommy's are you really going to be friend. gone, Miss Brewer? She asked, her eyes on the two bulging suitcases, Ooh. wondering how much time she's going to have alone with her friend in the dark. And <laughs> I don't know, Miss Brewer replied fretfully. <laughs> My sister went into the hospital in Tuscan this morning. Tucson. I, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm going to Italy. <laughs> I was wondering. I thought maybe she'd be along for gone for a long time. I guess I'll have to stay until she's able to go home. Well, I'll be glad to babysit for Casey and fuck around for a bit, Margaret. <laughs> and fuck Margaret a little bit while you're away, Diane joked. I love you. Oh, you're an animal. Oh. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Give me a break, Margaret said, rolling her eyes. I'm older than you are, Diane. Ew. And I'm smarter than both Cougar. of you, Casey added with typical modesty. Typical modesty. Typical modesty. Typical. I'm not worried about you kids, Mrs. Brewer said, because I don't care about you. Glancing nervously at her watch. I'm worried about your father You're because he mine. drinks. Don't worry, Margaret told her seriously. We'll take good care of him. 
Just make sure that he eats something once in a while, Mrs. Brewer said, because he's bulimic. He's so obsessed with his work, he doesn't remember to eat unless you tell him. It's going to be really lonely around here without Mom, Margaret thought. Dad hardly ever comes up from the basement. It had been two weeks since he yelled at Casey and her to stay out of the basement. They had been tiptoeing around ever since, afraid to get him angry again. But in the past two weeks, he had barely spoken to them, except for the occasional, Good morning, and good night. Don't worry about anything, Mom, she said, forcing a smile. Just take good care of Aunt Eleanor. I'll call as soon as I get to Tucson, or Tuxin. Tuscany. Uh, Tuscany. <laughs> Mrs. Brewer said, nervously lowering her eyes to her reader. watch again. She took three long strides to the basement door, then shouted down, Michael, time to take me to the airport. After a long wait, Dr. Brewer called up, her, called up a reply. Then Mrs. Brewer turned back to the kids. Think he'll even notice I'm gone, she asked in a loud whisper. That's a depressing. She says, yeah. This book is sad. Yeah, yeah. I know. She meant it to be a light remark, but her eyes revealed some sadness. Oh, God. <laughs> what kind of childhood did R.L. Stein have? A few seconds later, they heard footsteps on the basement stairs, and their dad appeared. He pulled off his stained lab coat, revealing tan slacks and a bright yellow well, you t-shirt. You could have made that more fun. <laughs> <laughs> and tossed the lab coat into a van. Revealing Onto a negligee. <laughs> <laughs> a six-inch penis. <laughs> <laughs> like an average penis. <laughs> Even though it was two weeks later, his <laughs> right hand... Or lower. Six inches. Perfectly accurate. Just right. <laughs> You're so right. So, not too thick, not too long. <laughs> this is what sucks about these books. It, it does the job. <laughs> what, they're so easy to make fun of? Well, they're so easy to make fun of, but look, it goes into something. So even though it was two weeks later, his right hand, the hand that had been bleeding, was still heavily bandaged. The one that he messed Another When sentence. the hell did he hurt, hurt his hand? Or two did weeks from his last chapter. Uh, two weeks you were, chapter, you were he on your phone not paying attention. So Dave was on his phone. He masturbated until he was oh, bloodied. Uh, <laughs> caused a fire and it burned Dave down the last Dave missed all house. the masturbation, playing with his phone, not listening to us. I missed the intense masturbation. Yeah. I'm sorry. I looked at my phone and still listen. I can't do I'm multitask. Ready. Dave's not a woman. He can't Dave's do a terrible person. Uh, I am more a things woman. than you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ready, he asked his wife. Mrs. Brewer sighed, I guess. I guess I didn't want to have sex right then. No. <laughs> she gave... <laughs> no, he's already satisfied. Yeah, yeah. She gave <laughs> he's Margaret... His hands he's raw. Yeah. <laughs> she gave Margaret and Casey a helpless look. <laughs> like, Jesus. really? I'm going to have to fucking do this. <laughs> and then moved yeah. quickly to give them each one last hug before she gave him a nice tug. Oh, <laughs> and it rhymed. <laughs> yeah. Good tug. Let's go then, Dr. Brewer said impatiently. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh, man. <laughs> he picked up the two bags and groaned. Oh, wow. How oh. long are you planning to stay? As she was vigorously rubbing him. <laughs> a year? Really, a year? Then he headed out to the front door with them. A year? A year? Yeah. She's going to be sick for a year? She already Not knows? waiting for an answer. Or a, whatever. In I, Tuscany. Yeah. yeah. In Tuscany. In Tuscany. <laughs> Why don't they just divorce? Bye, Mrs. Brewer, Diane said. It was waving. the 90s, man. A oh, good yeah. trip. Ha- what? Have a good trip. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Jesus. Are you drunk? Oh, Read much? This book's just terrible. <laughs> Dave does a bad job of reading shitty writing. I do. I really do. 
Is that really his fault, though? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's Dave's fault. How could she have a good drip, Casey Ash? It's RL's fault. A good drip? I said drip. I thought I said trip. Whatever. Whoosh. Her sister's in the hospital. You know what I mean, Diane replied, tossing back her long red hair and rolling her eyes in a seductive Herbal Essence commercial. I like this, Diane. <laughs> Was that a firework or did I just cut? <laughs> Both. <laughs> they watched the station wagon roll down the driveway, then returned to the living room. Casey picked up the remote control and started watching porn again. <laughs> Diane sprawled on the couch, touching herself, and picked up the bag of potato chips she'd been eating like a fatty. <laughs> Who picked this movie? Diane asked, crinkling the foil bag noisily. I did, Casey said. It's neat. He had pulled a couch cushion down the living room carpet and was humping it. (laughs) Margaret was sitting cross-legged on the floor, her back against the base of an armchair, still thinking about her mother and her aunt Eleanor. While rubbing herself. It's neat if you like to see a lot of people blowing each other and their guts flying all over, she said, making a face for Diane's benefit. Yeah, it's neat. Casey said, not taking his eyes off the glowing, pulsing TV screen. I've got so much homework, I don't know why I'm sitting here, Diane said, reaching her hand into her pants. Me too, Margaret sighed. I guess I'll do it after dinner. Do you have that math assignment? I think I left a math book at school. Shh! Casey hissed. Math is Kicking terrible. Kicking a sneakered foot in Margaret's direction. This is the good part! The money shot! <laughs> You've seen this tape before? Diane shrieked. Twice, Casey admitted. He ducked, and the sofa pillow, sofa pillow, and <laughs> so the sofa pillow Diane threw sailed over his head. <clears throat> it's a pretty afternoon, Margaret said, stretching her arms above her head. Maybe we should go outside, you know, ride bikes or something. <laughs> oh, God, is this the same that. chick from the last book? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. That's... That's what all women sound like, uh, other than me. I'm just that their guy dad. I like you so much, but I hate you Okay. You think you're still back in Michigan? It's always a pretty afternoon here, Diane said, chewing loudly. I don't even notice it anymore. Jesus. Maybe Jesus. we should do the math assignment together, Margaret suggested hopefully. Because who doesn't want to do math? Yeah. Diane was much better in math than she was, and she just wanted her to do her homework for her. And do her with Diane shrugged. Yeah, maybe. She crinkled up the chip bag and set it on the floor. Because it was empty. Because she's a fatty. Yes, she ate all the chips like a fatty. Your dad looked kind of nervous, you know. Huh? What do you mean? Just nervous, Diane said. How's he doing? Shush! Casey insisted, picking up the potato chip bag and tossing it at Diane. (laughs) You know, being laid off and all. I guess he's okay, Margaret said wistfully. I don't know, really. He spends all his time down in the basement with his experiments. Uh, Oh my god, I'm already tired of doing that voice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, it's so annoying. Experiments? Hey, let's go take a look. Tossing her hair back behind her shoulders, Diane jumped from the Chrome and white leather couch. What? Because I guess they're rich as shit. Chrome and white? Chrome and white leather couch. Diane was a science freak. Math and science. The two subjects Margaret hated. (laughs) She should have been in the Brewer family. And she probably was. Uh Margaret thought with a trace of bitterness. Maybe Dad would pay some attention to her since she's into the same things he is. 
Oh, watch porn together. Ow. Come on, Diane urged, bending over to pull Margaret yes, up from it. the floor. <laughs> He's a botanist, right? He, what's a he doing botanist? That's so Ooh, sexy. So sexy. That gets my motor running. It's <sighs> complicated, Margaret said, oh, shouting over the humping and the oh. sexy noises on the TV. <laughs> he tried to explain it to me once, but Margaret allowed Diane to pull her to her feet. Weren't they already on their feet? No. Shut up, Casey! Mm, staring at the movie. The colors from the TV screen reflecting over his clothes, what? and the cum is reflecting on his clothes. <laughs> oh too. God! <laughs> that was that was too far. Uh, no, nope. <laughs> just far enough. far enough. He's building a Frankenstein monster or something. Diane demanded, or some cool RoboCop. Wouldn't that be cool? He's building a RoboCop Frankenstein. Shut up, Casey repeated trilly as Arnold Schwarzenegger bounded across the screen <laughs> naked with his balls a bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> he had two tiny little chestnuts. He was doing steroids. It is sad that like when anyone improvs, it's just like, is that what it says? <laughs> it might be real. Yeah. Some of it's real. He got all these machines and plants down there, Margaret said uncomfortably, but he doesn't machines want us to go plants. down there. The devil. Huh? It's like top secret. Diane's emerald green eyes Ooh. lit up with excitement. Come on, let's just take a peek. No, I don't think so, Margaret told her. She couldn't forget the angry look on her father's face two weeks before when she and Casey had tried to pay a visit, or the way he had screamed at them never to come down to the basement. All right. Dun, dun, dun. Down to the basement. Down to the basement in the slave shop. <laughs> come on. Like I <laughs> dare you, Diane challenged. Are you chicken? I'm not afraid, what? Margaret insisted shrilly. So shrilly's like, I'm not afraid! <laughs> Margaret insisted shrilly. Diane was always daring her to do things she didn't want to do. Why is it so important for Diane to think she's so much braver than everyone else? Margaret wondered. Chicken, Diane repeated, tossing her mane of red hair behind her shoulder. She strode quickly toward the basement door. Diane, stop! Margaret cried, now that I remembered what her voice sounded like following after her. Hey, wait! Casey cried, clicking off the movie. Are we going downstairs? Wait for me! He climbed quickly to his feet and enthusiastically hurried to join them at the basement door. We can't! Margaret started, but Diane clamped a hand over her mouth. We'll take a quick peek, Diane insisted. We'll just look. We won't touch anything, and then we'll come right back upstairs. And don't tell anyone or you'll get in trouble. I made up that last part, but I don't know if he does. Okay, I'll go first, Casey said, grabbing for the doorknob. Why do you want to do this, Margaret asked her friend. Why are you so eager to go, to go down there? Diane shrugged. It, it beats doing our math, she replied, grinning. Margaret sighed, defeated. Okay, let's go, but... Page turned. Remember, just looking, no touching. End of the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> so dirty. So dirty. <laughs> Casey pulled open the door and led the way onto the stairway. Stepping onto the landing, they were immediately engulfed in hot, steamy sex. Ooh. <laughs> it's actually air. Pretty quick moving. <laughs> they could sex, hear... air, whatever. Whatever. It's the same Sexy thing. air. They it's all the same. They could hear air. the buzz and hum of electronic machinery as 
dad's dildos. <laughs> and off to the right, they yeah, could yeah, see yeah, the glare yeah, of the yeah, bright yeah, white yeah. lights from Dr. Brewer's workroom sex dungeon. <laughs> this is kind of fun, Margaret thought, as the three of them made their way down to the... I Lenodia, are fun. <laughs> what? Lenodia, I can't say that word. Oh, my God. Covered stairway, whatever. What, what is it? Chris, you want to help Sound it out. Lenodia. Wait, no. Hey, no. What? Lino- what? What are you looking at? Limonium. Right Linoleum. Linoleum. There we go. God, why couldn't I say that? <laughs> wow. Limonium. I couldn't say it. It doesn't look like... Yeah, whatever. Okay. It's an adventure. I said Tuscany. It's okay. Yeah. There's no <laughs> harm in taking a peek. I know. We both so, are terrible at reading. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the kids who don't read good. <laughs> so why was her heart pounding? Why did she have this sudden tingle of fear? Oh, just fear. <laughs> End of chapter two. Yuck, it's so hot in here. As they stepped away from the stairs, the air became unbearably hot and thick. <laughs> I'm not even going to ad lib there. <laughs> Margaret gasped. The sudden change in temperature was suffocating. It's so moist, Diane. Oh! Good for your hair and skin. Ew, wait. I didn't even make that up. Come on. <laughs> We studied the rainforest in school, Casey said. Maybe Dad's building a rainforest. Maybe, Margaret said. Uncertainly. He's building a rainforest. That's stupid. <laughs> That's what you do. Why did she feel so strange? Maybe Dad's building a diorama. <laughs> Was it just because they were invading their father's domain? Doing something he had told them not to? Maybe it was because she was just hitting puberty. She held back, gazing Wait, in both directions. Was that really part of it? No. <laughs> <laughs> The basement was divided into two large rectangular rooms. To the left, an unfinished rec room stood in darkness. She could barely make out the outlines of the ping pong table in the center of the room. The workroom to the right was brightly lit. So bright they had to blink and wait for their eyes to adjust. So we each read a page. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Beams of white light poured down from the large halogen lights and tracks in the ceiling. Wow, look! Casey cried, his eyes wide as he stepped excitedly towards the light. Reaching up to the lights were, uh, reaching up toward the lights were shiny, tall plants, dozens of them, thick-stalked, broad-leafed, planted close together in an enormous low trough it's growing of weed dark soil. Basement. It's weed. Right. He's growing weed. <laughs> it's like a jungle, Margaret exclaimed, following Casey into the wake lair. The plants, in fact, resemble jungle plants. Leafy vines and tall <laughs> tree-like plants were long, slender tendrils, fragile-looking ferns, plants with gnarled cream-colored roots poking up like bony knees from the soil. Good descriptions. At least he hasn't said window a thousand times. Yeah, no. the first book, that was, first book was garbage. Was other word. Garbage. <laughs> it's like a swamp or something, Diane said. Did your father really grow these things in five or six weeks? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, Margaret replied, staring at the enormous red tomatoes on slender yellow stalk. Ooh, feel this one, Diane said. <laughs> Margaret glanced over to find her friend rubbing her hand over a large, flat leaf, the shape of a teardrop. Diane, we shouldn't touch. I know, I know, Diane said, not letting go of the leaf, but just rub your hand on it. Oh, goo. Oh, Margaret reluctantly obeyed. It doesn't feel like a leaf, she said as Diane moved over to examine a large firm. It's so smooth like glass. The three of them stood under the bright white lights, examining the plants for several minutes, touching the thick stalks. <laughs> Running their hands over the smooth, warm leaves. <laughs> Surprised by the enormous size of the fruit <laughs> some of the plants had produced. What? Come, Come on. on. It's too hot down here, Casey complained. 
Yeah, it is. Oh, Casey's a heat. He pulled off his t-shirt over his head <laughs> and dropped it onto the floor. What a bod Diane teased him. He stuck out his tongue at her. Are they related? Uh, yeah, who is Diane? Is she just a friend? She's their remember. babysitter, I think. I think the babysitter. She's their babysitter. Um, then his pale blue pale. eyes grew wide and seemed to freeze in surprise. Hey, Casey, what's the matter? Margaret asked, turning over to him. This one, he pointed to a tall tree-like plant. It's breathing. What? Diane laughed. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret heard it too. <laughs> she grabbed Casey's bare shoulder and listened Ooh. to his chest. <laughs> yes, she could hear breathing sounds, and they seemed to be coming from the tall, leafy tree. What's your problem? Diane asked, seeing the amazed expressions on Casey's and Margaret's faces. <laughs> Casey's right, Margaret said softly, listening to the steady rhythmic sound. You can. Uh, did, uh, the, which which one did that you one? leave off? Yeah, that okay, one. cool. I got confused. You can hear it breathing. Diane rolled her eyes. Maybe it has a cold. Maybe its vine is stuffed up. She laughed at her own joke. <laughs> but her two companions didn't join in. I don't hear it. She moved closer. All three of them listened. Silence. It stopped, Margaret said. Stop it, you two, Diane scolded, finally pretending that she's actually the babysitter. You're not going to scare me. No, really, Margaret protested. Hey, look at this! Casey had already moved on to something else. He was standing in front of a tall glass case that stood on the other side of the plants. It looked a little like a phone booth, with a shelf inside about shoulder high, and dozens of wires attached to the back and sides. Margaret's eyes followed the wires to a similar glass booth a few feet away. Some kind of electrical generator stood between the two booths and appeared to be connected to both of them. So it's the fly. <laughs> Is this a Cronenberg situation? <laughs> What could that be? Diane asked, hurrying over to Casey. Don't touch it, Margaret warned, giving the breathing plant one final glance, then joining the others. But Casey reached out to the glass door on the front of the booth. I just want to see if this opens, he said. He grabbed the glass, and his eyes went wide with shock. His entire body began to shake and vibrate. His head jerked wildly from side to side. His eyes rolled up into his head. Oh, help! He managed to cry, his body vibrating and shaking harder and faster. Help me! I can't stop! We're in Dad's sex dungeon. <laughs> Chapter 4. Help me! Casey's whole body shook as if an electric current were charging through him. His head jerked... Would 100% he's faking it. Like, guaranteed. His head jerked <laughs> on his shoulders and his eyes looked wild and dazed. Please! Margaret and Diane stared in open-mouthed horror. Margaret was the first to move. She lunged at Casey and reached out to try and pull him away from the glass. Margaret, don't! Diane screamed. Don't touch him! But we have to do something! Margaret cried. It took both girls a while to realize that Casey had stopped shaking and was laughing. Oh. Told you. Casey? Margaret asked, staring at him, her terrified expression fading to astonishment. He was leaning against the glass, his body still now, his mouth wrapped in a broad, mischievous grin. Ugh. Old dick. Casey. Gotcha! Declared. <laughs> then he began to laugh even harder pointing at them and repeating the phrase through his triumphant laughter. Gotcha! Gotcha! <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't funny, Margaret screamed. You were faking it? I don't believe it, Diane cried. Her face is pale as the white lights above them, her lower lip trembling. Both girls leapt onto Casey and pushed him to the floor. Oh, God. It's flowers it's in planned. the basement. Flowers in the basement. <laughs> Margaret Literally. sat on top of him while Diane had his held his shoulders down. Gotcha, gotcha, he continued, stopping only when Margaret tickled his stomach so hard he couldn't talk. <laughs> you rat, she cried. You little rat. The free-for-all was brought to a sudden halt by a low moan from across the room. Oh, God. Ooh. 
I don't know. Moon. Can't do moon. All three kids raised their heads and stared in the direction of the sound. The large basement was silent now, except for their heavy <gasps> breathing. <laughs> what was that? Diane whispered. They listened. Another low moan. A mournful sound, muffled like air through a saxophone. <laughs> what? <laughs> they started dancing to it. <laughs> Baker Street (laughs) of a tree-like plant suddenly drooped like snakes lowering themselves to the ground. Another low, sad moan. (laughs) Like a sad, fat dragon with no friends. (laughs) It's the plants, Casey said, his expression frightened now. He pushed his sister off to him and climbed to his feet, brushing back his disheveled blonde hair and fixing his wiener (laughs) as he stood up. <laughs> plants don't cry and moan, Diane said, her eyes on the vast trough of plants that filled the room. These do, Margaret said. Tendrils moved, like human arms shifting their position. They could hear breathing again, slow, steady breathing. Then a sigh, like air escaping. The plant farted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so good at that? Yeah, Here's the practice. <laughs> Let's get out of here, Casey said, edging toward the stairs. It's definitely creepy down here, and smelly, Diane said, <laughs> following it, her eyes remaining on the shifting, moaning plants. I'm sure Dad could explain it, Margaret said. Her words were calm, but her voice trembled as she was backing out of the room, following Diane and Casey. Your dad is weird, Diane said, reaching the doorway. No, he isn't, Casey quickly insisted. He's doing important work here. A tall, tree-like plant sighed and appeared to bend toward them, raising its tendrils as if beckoning to them, calling them back. Let's just get out of here, Margaret exclaimed. <laughs> it sounded like a T-Rex. <laughs> Never ending fun. <laughs> Where did you leave off? That one right there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I finished that thing. Yeah, okay. All three of them <laughs> were out of breath by the time they ran up the stairs. Casey closed the door tightly, making sure it clicked shut. Weird. Diane repeated, playing nervously with herself. Definitely weird. It was her word of the day. But Margaret had to admit it was appropriate. Well, Dad warned us not to go down there, Margaret said, struggling to catch her breath. I guess he knew it looked scary to us, and we wouldn't understand. I'm getting out of here, Diane said, only half kidding. She stepped out of the screen door and turned back towards them. Want to go over the math later? Want to go over the math later? Oh, I'm doing homework. (laughs) Yeah, sure, Margaret said, still thinking about the moaning, shifting plants. Some of them had seemed to be reaching out to them, crying out to them, but of course that was impossible. How <laughs> do make it do that? Later, Diane said, and headed at a trot down the drive. Just as she disappeared, their father's dark blue station wagon turned the corner and started up the drive. Back from the airport, Margaret said. She turned from the... (laughs) Was that that? Jesus Christ. In theory. Back from the airport, Margaret said. She turned... She turned from the front door back to Casey, a few yards behind her in the hallway. Is the basement door closed? Yeah, Casey replied, looking again to make sure no no way Dad will know. We... Okay, you can do that one and the next one. We stopped. (laughs) His mouth dropped open, but no sound came out. 
His face went pale. My t-shirt! Casey exclaimed, slapping his bare chest. I left it in the basement. Oh shit, he took his shirt off down. Why did he take his shirt off? Because he's a guy. God damn. Chapter five. He's got to pop this off. Because <laughs> he's a dude. Casey is played by a young Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh all my right, God. all right. These are my kind of plans. Okay, that's what his voice is for now, right? Oh, Casey's just going to be Matthew McConaughey. Oh, man. Oh, my God. I can't. Oh. By the way, we learned what makes Goosebumps good. Just <laughs> fart noises, apparently. Yeah, yeah, plants are a flat circle. Well, he has to go back down the basement. Yeah, I say every yeah, time. Be out. Every time they're in the basement, we're just gonna go and do this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna get it ready. I've got to get it, Casey said. Otherwise, Dad will know. It's too late. Margaret interrupted, her eyes on the driveway. He's already pulled up the drive. It only took a second. Casey insisted, his hand on the basement doorknob. I'll run down and run right up. No, Margaret stood tensely in the center of the narrow hallway, halfway between the front door and the basement door. Her eyes toward the front. He's parked. He's getting out of the car. But he'll know, he'll know! Oh, she cried, his voice high and whiny. But he'll know, he'll know! <laughs> so? Just like Matthew McConaughey. Remember? I can't. Remember how mad he got last time, Casey asked? Of course I remember, Margaret replied. But he's not going to kill us, Casey, just because we took a peek at his plants. He's... Margaret stopped. She moved close to the screen door. Hey, wait. What's going on? Casey asked. Because <laughs> he's Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hurry, Margaret turned and gestured with both hands. Go, get downstairs, fast. Mr. Henry from next door. He stopped Dad. They're talking about something in the drive. <clears throat> with a loud cry, Casey flung open the basement door and disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret heard him clumping, clumping rapidly down the stairs. Then she heard his footsteps fade as he hurried into their father's workroom. Hurry, Casey, she thought, standing guard at the front door, watching her father shielding his eyes from the sun with one hand as he talked with Mr. Henry. Hurry. You know you know, Dad never talks for long with the neighbors. He hates them. <laughs> Mr. Henry seemed to be doing all the talking, probably asking Dad some kind of favor, Margaret thought. Mr. Henry wasn't handy at all, not like Dr. Brewer, and so he was always asking Margaret's dad to come over and help repair or install things. Unnecessary details. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Her father was nodding now, a tight smile on his angry face. Hurry, Casey. Get back up here. Where are you? You know he hates people. Still shielding his eyes, Dr. Brewer gave Mr. Henry a quick wave like an asshole. Then both men <laughs> spun around and began walking toward their houses. Hurry, Casey. Casey, he's coming. Hurry. Margaret urged silently. It doesn't take this long to pick up your t-shirt from the floor and run up the stairs. It shouldn't take this long. Her dad was on the front walk now. He spotted her in the doorway and waved. Margaret returned the wave and looked back through the hallway to the basement door. Casey, where are you? She called aloud. No reply. No sound from the basement. No sound at all. Not even farts. <laughs> Dr. Brewer had paused outside to inspect the rose bushes at the head of the front walk. Casey! Margaret called. Still no reply. Casey, hurry! Silence. Her father was crouching down, doing something to the soil beneath the rose bushes. With a feeling of dread weighing down her entire body, Margaret realized she had no choice. She had to go downstairs and see what was keeping Casey. Uh, we'll do like one more? Yeah. Yeah, these are, these are short. Chapter 6. Casey ran down the steps, leaning on the metal banister so that he could jump down two steps at a time. He landed hard on the cement basement floor and darted into the bright white light of the plant room. Stopping at the entranceway, he waited for his eyes to adjust to the brighter than daylight. He took a deep breath, <gasps> inhaling the steamy air, <gasps> and held it. It was so hot down here. <laughs> so sticky. His back began to itch. <laughs> the back of his neck tingled. 
The jungle of plants stood as if at attention under the bright white lights. He saw his t-shirt lying crumpled on the floor a few feet from the tall, leafy tree. The tree seemed to lean towards the t-shirt, its long tendrils hanging down, loosely coiled on the soil around its trunk. Casey took a timid step into the room. <laughs> so afraid, he wondered. It's just a room filled with strange plants. <laughs> Why do I have the feeling that they're watching me? Waiting for me. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Why do I have the feeling that they're watching me? Waiting for me. He scolded himself for being so afraid and took a few more steps toward the crumpled t-shirt on the floor. Hey, wait. The breathing. There it was again. Steady breathing. Not too loud. Not too soft, either. Who could be breathing? What could be breathing? Was the big tree breathing? I guess breathing is the new word. Yeah. Mm, there you go. Casey stared at the shirt on the floor. So near. What was keeping him from grabbing it and running back upstairs? What was holding him back? He took a step forward, then another. Was the breathing growing louder? He jumped, startled by a sudden low moan from the big supply closet against the wall. <laughs> it sounded so human, as if someone were in there, moaning in pain. <laughs> Casey, where are you? Margaret's voice sounded so far away, even though she was just at the head of the stairs. Okay, <laughs> okay, so far. That was bad. <laughs> he called back to her, but his voice came out in a whisper, and probably couldn't. And she probably couldn't hear him. He took another step, another. <laughs> excited! I was excited. The shirt was about three yards away. A quick dash, a quick dive, and he'd have it. Another low bone from the supply closet. The plant seemed to sigh. A tall fern suddenly dipped low, shifting its leaves. Casey! He could hear his sister from upstairs sounding very worried. Casey, hurry! I'm I'm trying, he thought. I'm, tr I'm trying to hurry. Is that even Matthew McConaughey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's close enough. It kind of sounds like Hillary Trying. I'm trying. <laughs> no, 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 same it's Jodie Foster. What was holding him back? Another low moan, this time from the other side of the room. <laughs> this was some low moan. <laughs> even though it sounded like a quick high fart. <laughs> he took two more steps, then crouched low, his arms straight out in front of him. The shirt was almost within reach. He heard a groaning sound, then more breathing. <gasps> he raised his eyes to the tall tree. The long, ropey tendrils had tensed, stiffened. Or had he imagined it? No, they had been drooping loosely. Now they were taut, ready. <laughs> ready to grab him? Casey, hurry, Margaret called, sounding even farther away. He didn't answer. He was concentrating on the shirt. Just a few feet away. Just a few feet. Just a foot. The plant groaned again. <laughs> that should be a foley artist. Casey? Casey? Leaves quivered all the way up the trunk. Just a foot away, almost in reach. It's taking him forever. I know. Why can't it's, it's, Casey? Are you okay? The shirt. Answer me. He grabbed the shirt. The shirt is the new dog. The dog in the last book. The new dog. The dog. There's a dog in the last book who just like they wouldn't constantly stop coming. Constantly got lost. Constantly getting lost. They're constantly <laughs> just like, where's a dumb fucking dog? Where's our stupid dog? He grabbed the shirt. The end. <laughs> <laughs> That was a short one. Still oh, better oh, than the first book. Yeah, still better. Two snake-like tendrils swung out at him. Huh? He cried out, paralyzed with fear. What's happening? 
I don't, that's my Matthew McConaughey, apparently. <laughs> the tentacles wrapped themselves around his waist. Let go, he cried, holding the t-shirt tightly in one hand, grabbing at the tendrils with the other. The tendrils hung on and gently tightened around him. <laughs> Margaret? Tracy cried calling, but no sound came out of his mouth. Margaret? He jerked violently, then pulled straight ahead. The tendrils held on. They didn't squeeze him. They weren't trying to strangle him or pull him back, but they didn't let him go. They just wanted to hold him just, softly. Everyone wants a piece. Yeah. They felt warm and wet against his bare skin. Ooh. Like animal arms. <laughs> animal arms. Warm, warm and, and wet. wet? Yeah. What animal are you touching? Not Gross. Like, but not like a plant. Help, he tried again to shout. Because, you know, when plant arms touch you, you know Yeah, that plant arms like. uh, know exactly what a plant arm is like. He pulled once more, leaning forward, using all of his strength. No good. He ducked low, hit the floor, and then tried to roll away. The tendrils hung on. Take us home, Chris. The plant uttered a loud sigh. <laughs> Let go, Casey cried, finally finding his voice. And then suddenly Margaret was standing beside him. He hadn't heard her come down the stairs. He hadn't seen her enter the room. Casey, she cried, what's... Her mouth dropped open and her eyes grew wide. It, it won't let go. <laughs> <laughs> he told her. <laughs> casual, I know, he's just like, yeah. He's very relaxed. But I die. No, she screamed and grabbed one of the tendrils with both hands and tugged with all her strength. Oh no. The tendril resisted for only a moment, then went slack. <laughs> Casey uttered a joyful cry and spun away from the remaining tendril. All right. <laughs> Margaret dropped the tendril and grabbed Casey's hand and began running toward the stairs. Did they get the shirt? Oh, they both stopped uh, short at the bottom of the stairway. Standing at the top was their father, glaring oh, down at them. Shit. His hands balled and the tight fists at his side. Oh my god. His face rigid gonna, with anger. Gonna He's gonna beat them. I guess it's more domestic fear in this one than it is uh, <laughs> monsters. Not the man he yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no. <laughs> Dad, the plants! Margaret cried. He stared down at them, his eyes cold and angry, unblinking. He was silent. It grabbed Casey, Margaret told him. I just went down to get my shirt, Casey said, his voice trembling. They stared up at him expectantly, waiting for him to move, to unball his fists, to relax his hard expression, to speak. But he glared down at them. For the longest time. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Finally he said, you're okay. Yeah, they said in unison, both of them nodding. Margaret realized she was still holding Casey's hand. She let go of it and reached for the banister. I'm very disappointed in you both. No, Dr. Brewer said the, in a low... What? The different, the, the, um, Mr. Dawes voice. Oh. <laughs> I can't do that. I'm very disappointed in you both. Dr. Brewer said in a low, flat voice. Cool, <laughs> but not angry. <laughs> Sorry, Margaret said. We knew we shouldn't. We didn't touch anything, really, Casey exclaimed. Very disappointed, <laughs> their father repeated. Sorry, Dad. Dr. Brewer motioned for them to come upstairs, and then he stepped into the hallway. I thought he was going to yell at us, Casey whispered to Margaret as he followed her up the steps. That's not Dad's style, Margaret whispered back. He sure yelled at us That's the last time we, we started, stared, started, started into the basement. Started into the basement, Casey replied. <laughs> They followed their father into the kitchen. He motioned for them to sit down at the white formica table, then dropped into a chair hot across from them. His eyes went from one to the other, then crossed. 
as if studying them, as if seeing them for the first time. His expression was totally flat, almost robot-like, revealing no emotion at all, like a Vulcan. (laughs) Dad, what's with those plants? Casey asked. What do you mean? (laughs) Dr. Brewer asked. They're so weird, Casey said. I'll explain them to you someday, he said flatly, still staring at the two of them. It looks very interesting, Margaret said, struggling to say the right thing. Was their dad trying to make them feel uncomfortable, she wondered? If so, he was doing a good job of it. This wasn't like him, because he's really consistent so far. (laughs) Not at all. He was always a very direct person, Margaret thought. If he was angry, he said he was angry. If he was upset, he'd tell them he was upset. So why was he acting so strange? So silent. So cold. <laughs> I asked you not to go. Oh, hold on. You asked you not to go into the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I don't know what that voice was, but I love it. You asked you not to go into the bathroom. Jeez! Like Come on! What? It's like an old man Swedish chef. Ha 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 Gersperms! Oh shit, we broke Jordan. Oh god. He was in that Gersperms video too. That's hilarious. Stay out of the Hergberg. I thought this is really entertaining for our listeners. What listening? If it's not, then they can shut it. I bet this is really entertaining for the Marshall sisters. (laughs) Our only listeners. Our only two listeners. No, 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 three. Katie listens, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. See you in an hour. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to post in like a month. Well, on that day, I'm going to show up at our house in an hour. Okay. <laughs> I, I like that the listeners nice. on the way to the gym because it's just like, oh, great, great motivation because Chris sounds fat. <laughs> I have to not like to go into the basement. In he said quietly, crossing his legs and leaning back so that the kitchen chair tilted back on two legs. I thought I made that clear. Cool <laughs> Let me wrap it again. Margaret and Casey glanced at each other. Finally, Margaret said, "We won't do it again." But you can't take us down there and tell us what you're... Bleh. But can't you take us down there and tell us what you're doing, Casey asked. He still hadn't put the t-shirt on. Uh, <laughs> this is really... Rippling ass. Why is this an important plot He was trying not to get yelled at as much. He was holding it in the ball between the cans on the kitchen table. Yeah, we'd really like to understand it, Margaret said enthusiastically. Someday, their father said, he'd return to the chair to all four legs and then stood up. We'll do it soon, okay? He raised... He raised his arms above his head and stretched. <laughs> he disappeared to the front hallway. <laughs> he raised his eyes to Margaret and shrugged. Their father reappeared, crying, carrying the lab coat over to the front banister. And that's when we learned Jordan can't read. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't read. I just what if we invited someone on the podcast and they were illiterate? And that's what we found out. Oh, no. Oh, I would laugh so hard. That'd be great. <laughs> great radio. <laughs> it would be even... Oh, God. 
Mom got off okay? Margaret asked. Ew. <laughs> he nodded. I'll say she did. <laughs> he pulled on the lab coat over his head. I hope Aunt Eleanor's okay, Margaret said. Dr. Brewer's reply was muffled as he adjusted the lab coat and straightened the collar. Later, he said. He disappeared into the hallway. They heard him shut the d- basement door behind him. Kablam! I guess he's not going to ground us or anything for going down there, Margaret said, <laughs> leaning against the table and resting her chin in her hands. I guess, Casey said. He sure is acting weird. Uh, <laughs> Maybe he's upset because Mom is gone, Margaret said. She sat up and gave Casey a push. Come on, get I've up. I've got happier. work to do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that plant grabbed me, Casey said thoughtfully, not budging. Plant grabbed the kid. Plant grabbed a kid. Yeah. Topless kid. Did yeah. Did the plant, plant take his shirt off? Yeah. Like, he did, because he was like, it's hot down here. Is our old style Japanese? This book was inspired by Ethan. <laughs> I don't know. Plants, not tentacles. Well, the plants have tentacles. That's <laughs> what grabbed the kid. What was it during, uh... Yeah. What were we watching when all of a sudden like like tentacle things were reaching towards the chicken? I was like, you know, they have to appeal to the Japanese market. Oh, was it was it Transformers? Transformers. <laughs> Transformers. There is a scene where like there's a, there's an alien. No, there's like an alien in the cage, and it was just for some reason his tongue was all like man, man, slither, slither, and we're just yeah. like for no reason. It just happened. Once again, don't go see that Transformers movie. <laughs> I mean, we did it because we, we, we wanted. We saw it for you. Don't see it. Go see You're welcome. Planet of the Apes. That shit was awesome. Really but don't go see it with uh, people, because they're awful. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. Okay. You don't have to push, Casey Graves, but he climbed to his feet and stepped out of Margaret's way. I'm going to have bad dreams tonight, he said glumly. Oh, very well. Just don't think <laughs> I'm about gonna the... have bad dreams tonight. <laughs> I'm gonna have bad dreams tonight. Just don't think about That's the like basement, bad cool. Margaret advised. <laughs> That's really lame advice, she told herself. But what else could she say? She went up to her room, thinking about how she missed her mother already. Ugh. Where is their mother? Um, I don't know. Visiting like a dying aunt or something. Yeah, yeah, she's in hospice. But that's the excuse that she gave. Then the scene in the basement with Casey trying to pull himself free of the enormous twining plant tendrils played once again through her mind. With a shudder, she grabbed her textbook and threw herself onto her stomach on the bed, prepared to read. (gasps) But the words on the page blurred as the moaning, breathless, bleh, bleh. Moaning, breathing plants kept creeping back into her thoughts. The moaning, farting plants. Stop it. This is what we did last time when you were on the podcast. I know. Remember how much I loved it? No, I said when you weren't on the podcast. We decided that was the the basement. This is what the plants sound like. This is our prop. I'm so excited for the rest of this book. At least we're not being punished for going down there, she thought. At least Dad didn't yell and frighten us this time and hit us. <laughs> At least Dad had promised to take us downstairs with him soon and explain to us what he's working on down there. Stop it! I'm not doing anything. It's the plants. Go on. That thought made Margaret feel a lot better. Oh. She felt better until the next morning when she awoke early and went downstairs to make some breakfast. To her surprise, her father was already at work, the basement door was shut tight, and a lock had been installed on the door. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. The Doesn't next Saturday afternoon, Margaret was in it's her room, points. lying on top of the bed, talking to her mom on the phone. I'm really sorry about Aunt Eleanor, she said, twisting <laughs> a white cord around her wrist. Oh 
The surgery didn't go as well as expected. Ugh. She isn't a man yet, her mother said, <laughs> sounding very tired. The doctors say she may have to have more surgery, you know, to get the penis just right. But they have to build up her strength first. Like a man. Yeah. <laughs> With testosterone. <laughs> I guess this means you won't be coming home real soon, Margaret said sadly. Mrs. Brewer laughed. Don't tell me you actually miss me. I'm terrible. Well, <laughs> yes, Margaret admitted. She raised her eyes to the bedroom window. Two sparrows had landed outside on the window ledge and were chattering excitedly, <laughs> distracting Margaret, making it hard to hear her mother over the crackling lines of the inside. That's what they sound like. Yeah, yeah, sparrows. <laughs> <laughs> How's your father doing, Mrs. Brewer asked. I spoke to him last night, but he only grunted. <laughs> he doesn't even grunt to us. <laughs> oh my God. Margaret complained. Oh she God. held her hand over her Was ear to drown out the chattering Jesus birds. Christ. He hardly says a word. He's working really hard, Mrs. Brewer replied. In the background, Margaret could hear some kind of loudspeaker announcement. Her mother was calling from a payphone at the hospital. He never comes out of the basement, Margaret complained, a little bit more bitterly than she had intended. I love hmm? these pictures, Jordan. Your father's experiments are very important to him, her mother said. More important than we are, Margaret cried. She hated the whiny tone in her stupid voice. She wished she hadn't started complaining about her dad over the phone. Her mother had enough to worry about at the hospital with her dying sister slash brother. Margaret knew that she shouldn't make her feel even worse. Your dad has a lot to prove, Mrs. Brewer said, to himself and to others. I think he's working so hard because he wants to prove to Mr. Martinez and the others at the university that they were wrong to fire him. That'll work. He wants to show them that they made a big mistake. But we used to see him more before he was home all the time, Margaret complained. She could hear her mother sigh impatiently. Margaret, I'm trying to explain to you. You're old enough to understand. I'm sorry, Margaret said quickly. She decided to change the subject. He's wearing a baseball cap all of a sudden. Gerp. Who, Casey? No, Mom, Margaret replied. Dad, he's wearing a daughter's cap. He never takes it off. That's all he wears. Really? Mrs. Brewer sounded very surprised. Nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> Margaret laughed. We told him he looks really dorky in it, but he refuses to take it off. <laughs> Mrs. Brewer laughed too. Uh-oh, I'm being called, she said. Gotta run. Take care, dear. I'll try and call back later. A click, and she was gone. Margaret stared up at the ceiling, watching shadows from trees in the front yard move back and forth. The sparrows had flown away, leaving silence behind. Poor Mom, Margaret thought. She's so worried about her sister, and I had to go and complain about Dad. Why did I do that? <laughs> she sat up, listening to the silence. Casey was over at a friend's. Her dad was no doubt working in the basement, the door carefully locked behind him. Maybe I'll give Diane a call, Margaret thought. She reached for the phone, then realized she was hungry. Lunch first, she decided, then Diane. She brushed her dark hair quickly, shaking her head at the mirror over her dressing table, then hurried downstairs. To her surprise, her dad was in the kitchen. He was huddled over the sink, his back to her. She started to call out to him, but stopped. What was he doing? Curious, she pressed against the wall, gazing at him through the doorway to the kitchen. Dr. Brewer appeared to be eating something. With one hand, he was holding a bag on the counter beside the sink. As Margaret watched in surprise, he dipped his hand into the bag, pulled out a handful of something, and shoved it into his mouth. Yeah. Margaret watched him chew hungrily, noisily, then pull out another handful from the bag and eat it greedily. <laughs> what on earth is he eating, she wondered. He never eats with Casey and me. He always says he isn't hungry, but he sure is hungry now. He acts as if he's starving. <laughs> 
She watched from the doorway as Dr. Brewer continued to grab handful after handful from the bag, gulping down his solitary meal. After a while, he crinkled up the bag and tossed it into the trash can under the sink. Then he wiped his hands off on the sides of his white lab coat. Margaret quickly backed away from the door, tiptoed through the hall, and ducked into the living room. She held her breath as her father came into the hall, clearing his throat loudly. (laughs) The bedroom door closed behind him. She heard him carefully lock it. When she was sure that he had gone downstairs, Margaret walked eagerly into the kitchen. She had to know what her father had been eating so greedily, so hungrily. Why? I don't Chips? Think, was he She's a nosy little before? bitch, obviously. God damn. She pulled open the sink cabinet, reached into the trash, and pulled out a crinkled up bag. Sorry, just ran ahead. Then she gasped aloud as her eyes ran over the label. Her father, she saw, had been devouring... Plant food! Oh, I guessed it. Ba, ba, ba. All right, one more chapter? What time is it? 11.52. Yeah, we can do one more chapter. Okay, we'll do one more chapter. All right. Chapter 8. Margaret swallowed hard. Her mouth felt dry as cotton. She suddenly realized she was squeezing the side of the counter so tightly her hand ached. Forcing herself to loosen her grip, she stared down at the half-empty plant food bag, which she had dropped onto the floor. She felt sick. What is plant she food? Couldn't like a plant get, like, food comes in a bag. bag yeah, like, like pellets? What is it? Like mm-hmm. dirt? She, she couldn't get the disgusting <laughs> picture out of her mind. How could her dad eat mud? <laughs> mud? Yeah, now, now it's mud. He Sport. didn't just eat it, she realized. He shoveled it into his mouth and gulped it down. Shoveled, that's <laughs> And if, as if he liked it. <laughs> as if he needed it. <laughs> Eating the plant food had to be part of his experiments, Margaret told herself. But what kind of experiments? What was he trying to prove with those strange plants he was growing? The stuff inside the bag smelled sour, like like fertilizer. Ew! <laughs> Margaret took a deep breath and held it. She suddenly felt stick to, stick to her stomach. Staring at the bag, she couldn't help but imagine what the disgusting muck inside must taste like. Oh, she nearly gagged. How could her own father shove this horrid stuff into his mouth? Still holding her breath, she grabbed the nearly empty bag, wadded it up, and tossed it back into the trash. She started to run, started to turn away from the counter. When a hand grabbed her shoulder, Margaret uttered a silent cry and spun around. Casey! I'm home, he said, grinning at her. What's for lunch? Later, after making him a peanut butter sandwich, she told Casey what she had seen. Casey laughed. It isn't funny, she said crossly. Her own dad was eating dirt. Casey laughed again. For some reason, it struck him funny. Margaret punched him hard in the dick so that he dropped his sandwich. (laughs) Sorry, she said quickly, but I don't see what you're laughing at. It's sick. There's something wrong with Dad. Something really wrong. Maybe he just had a craving for plant food, Casey cracked, (laughs) still not taking her seriously. You know, like you get a craving for those honey-roasted peanuts all the time, you bitch. That's different, Margaret snapped. Eating dirt is disgusting. Why would you admit it? Because he likes dirt, obviously. Uh, but before Casey could reply, Margaret continued letting all of her unhappiness out at once. Don't you see? Seth has changed a lot. Even since Mom has been gone, he spends more and more time in the basement. Mom isn't around. And he needs to have his corpse dungeon. Uh, Casey interrupted, and he's so quiet all the time, and so cold to us, Mark continued, ignoring him. He hardly says a word to us. He used to kid around all the time and ask us about our homework, 
He never says a human word. He never calls me princess. Human so word? Human word. Never human says word. a human word. <laughs> he never calls me princess or fat, so the way he used <laughs> <laughs> Was that real? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was about to say, like, hey, good improv. Yeah. Good job, Jordan. <laughs> you hate those names, Fatso. <laughs> Giggling with a mouthful of peanut butter, so I'm doing a good job there. <laughs> I know, Margaret said impatiently. That's just an example. So what are you trying to say, Casey asked? Is that Dad is out of his tree? That he's gone totally bananas? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not making this up. These kids are fucking clever. <laughs> Obviously, it's for his experiments. I, I don't know, Margaret answered in frustration. Watching him gulp down that disgusting plant food, I, I have this terrible thought that he's turning into a plant. Uh-oh! Uh, Casey jumped up, causing his chair to scrape back across the floor. He began staggering around the kitchen, zombie-like. His eyes closed, his arms stretched out stiffly in front of him. I am the incredible plant man, he declared, trying to make his voice sound bold and deep. <laughs> Not funny, Margaret insisted, crossing her arms over her chest, refusing to be amused. Plant man versus weed woman, <laughs> Casey declared, staggering toward Margaret. Not funny, she replied. He bumped into the counter, banging his knee. Ow. Serves you right, Margaret said. Plant man kills, he cried and rushed at her. He ran right into her, using his head as a battering ram against her shoulder. Ow. What? Casey, will you stop it? She screamed. Give me a break! Okay, okay. He backed off. If you'll do me one favor. What favor? She asked, <laughs> rolling her eyes. Make me another sandwich. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Monday afternoon after school, Margaret, Casey, and Diane were tossing a frisbee back and forth in Diane's backyard. It was, was a Diane? warm, breezy, di breezy day. Her friend? That Her was friend? Yeah, I don't remember. The sky dotted with small, puffy white clouds. Diane tossed the disc high. It sailed over Casey's head into the row of fragrant lemon trees that stretched from behind the clapboard garage. Casey went running after it and tripped over an in-ground sprinkler that poked up just an inch above the lawn. Both girls laughed. <laughs> Casey, on the run, flung the frisbee toward Margaret. She reached for it, but the breeze sent it sailing from her hand. What's it like to have a mad scientist for a dad? <laughs> Diane asked suddenly. What? <laughs> Margaret wasn't sure she heard right. Don't just stand there. Throw it, Casey urged from beside the garage. Margaret tossed the frisbee high in the air in her brother's general direction. He liked to run and make diving catches. Just because he's doing strange experiments doesn't mean he's a mad scientist, Margaret said sharply. Strange is right, Diane said, her expression turning serious. I had a nightmare last night about those gross plants in your basement. They were crying and reaching for me. The supermoon, that's why. <laughs> Sorry, Margaret said sincerely. I've had nightmares too. Look out, Casey cried. He tossed a low one that Diane caught around her ankles. What? What an exciting play-by-play -play of Frisbee. They're playing Frisbee. Mad scientist, Margaret thought. Mad scientist. Mad scientist. <laughs> the words kept repeating in her mind. Mad, Mad scientists were only in the movies, right? My dad was talking about your dad the other night, Diane said, flipping the <laughs> disc to Casey. You didn't tell him about... 
going down in the basement, did you? Margaret asked anxiously. No, Diane replied, shaking her head. Hey, are these lemons ripe? Casey asked, pointing at one of the low trees. Why don't you suck one to find out, Margaret snapped. <laughs> Annoyed that he kept interrupting. Why don't you, he predictably Jesus. shot back. Suck it. <laughs> Why don't you suck one? My dad said that your dad was fired from Polytech because his experiments got out of control and he wouldn't stop them, Diane confided. She ran along the smooth, closely cropped grass, chasing down the frisbee. What do you mean, Margaret asked. The university told him he had to stop whatever it was he was doing and he refused. He said he couldn't stop. At least that's what my dad heard from a guy who came into the sales room. So much exposition. Margaret hadn't heard this story. Office gossip. It made her feel bad, but she thought it was probably true. (laughs) (laughs) Something really bad happened in your dad's lab, Diane continued. Someone got really hurt or killed or something. That's not true, Margaret insisted. We would have heard if that happened. Yeah, probably, Diane admitted. But my dad said your dad was fired because he refused to stop his experiments. Well, that doesn't make him a mad scientist, Margaret said defensively. She suddenly felt she had to stick up for her father. She wasn't sure why. I'm just telling you what I heard, Diane said, brusquely tossing her red hair. You don't have to bite my head off. They played for a few more minutes. (laughs) That plan's going to bite her head off. Uh, I hope so. Diane changed the subject and talked about some kids they knew who were were 11, but were going steady. Gross. Then they talked about school for a while. Time to go, Margaret called to Casey. He picked the frisbee up from the lawn and came running over. Call you later, Margaret told Diane, giving her a little wave. Then she and Casey began to jog home, cutting through familiar backyards. We need a lemon tree, Casey said as they slowly walked. They're cool! (laughs) Oh, yeah, Margaret replied sarcastically. That's just what we need at our house. Another plant! As they stepped through the hedges into their backyard, they were both surprised to see their dad. He was standing at the rose trellis, examining clusters of pink roses. Hey, Dad! Casey called. Catch! He tossed the frisbee to his father. Dr. Brewer turned turned around a little too slowly. The frisbee glanced off his head, knocking the Dodgers cap off. His mouth opened wide in surprise. He raised his hands to cover his head, but it was too late. Margaret and Casey both shrieked in surprise as they saw his head. At first, Margaret thought her father's hair had turned green, but then she clearly saw it wasn't hair on his scalp. His hair was gone. It had all fallen out. In place of hair, Dr. Brewer had bright pink green leaves sprouting from his head. Oh, no! Ba 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 ba. Oh, no.